It's a game that's played between two teams pulling a long rope on either side. The stronger team pulls the other towards them and they win. It's really fun to watch the team swing back and forth and finally falling down. You know, once even the gods and demons played a similar game. It wasn't exactly a tug of war, but more of a churning game. Just like how Lord Krishna's mother Yashoda churns the milk to get butter. They were also holding the rope on either side and were pulling. You really won't believe what they had for a rope. It was a long snake. Oops! Doesn't that sound eerie? It might. But it really happened. At least in the story of Samudramantan. This story of churning the ocean is being told and heard in many countries. The Bangkok airport in Thailand has a beautiful artwork or statue of this story. The Cambodian temples have several stone carvings showing this story. Hmm, that sure sounds like a great match that happened long, long ago. We must hear the story now. Let's fly back to the age of gods and demons. Indra, the king of gods, once disrespected a sage called Durvasa. The sage was enraged at Indra's pride and arrogance and cursed him to lose all his fortune and strength. Not just him, but his entire team of gods like Agni, the god of fire, Vayu, the god of wind, and Varuna, the god of rain, also lost all their powers and wealth. The Asuras or the demons who always waited for a chance to attack the gods found this the right time to go and trouble them more. They attacked the kingdom of gods and chased them away from there. Gods ran to Lord Brahma for help, who in turn directed them to seek help from Lord Vishnu. Lord Vishnu suggested that they could get back all their fortune if they churned the Kshirasagara, the milky ocean. They could also get their strength back by drinking Amrita, the nectar of life. That was also in the ocean. Wonder what all lies in the ocean bed? Let's see. Churning the ocean would require a lot of power, which the devas or gods did not have. So Lord Vishnu suggested that they could make peace with the asuras and get their help in churning the ocean. Why would the Asuras help anyway? They always look for some reason to pick up a fight with the gods, even though they happen to be their own brothers. But the Devas had no choice. They had to get their help at any cost to get all their wealth and strength back. So they promised to share whatever wealth they got by churning the ocean with the Asuras and the Asuras agreed. The two teams were ready. All the gods and the demons 
assembled near Kshira Sagara, the Milky Ocean. Now, churning the ocean is not possible with only the teams. We need tools for churning. What are the tools for churning? We need something like a rod that stands straight and steady. And a rope. Whoa! What kind of a rod can churn a humongous ocean? It can't be a rod for sure, they realized. And get what they got? A mountain! Yes! Mount Mandara, a sturdy and strong mountain, became their churning rod. How about the rope? Yes, you know it already. It was a long snake called Vasuki. He offered to help and be the rope. The tools were also ready. Mount Mandara stood in the middle of the milky ocean and Vasuki tied himself around the mountain. The devas took to the tail of Vasuki and the asuras went towards the head. Not before fighting and arguing to get the head as their sight. Asuras were indeed a tough lot to handle. <laughs> now that the teams are also ready, it was time for the game. They began the churn, pulling strongly on either side. But Mount Mandara was sinking into the ocean, since it didn't have a stable ground to stand on. Immediately, Lord Vishnu came to the rescue. Do you remember the avatars? Yes. He took the second avatara as Kurma, the tortoise, and held the mountain straight up on his back. Now that the mountain was standing straight and stable, the teams used all their strength and started churning. The churning went on and on. And Lord Vishnu as Kurma was sure getting a good massage on his back. After a while, Vasuki felt dizzy as his stomach was so, so churning. He was exhausted. He wanted to throw up. He breathed fire. And there were fumes that troubled Asuras and made them weak. They must have realized their fight to be on the side of Vasuki's head was futile. They continued churning. Suddenly, there was a cloud of darkness, gloom, and the air around turned black. Everyone felt breathless, and they were all falling into the water one by one, feeling weak. They looked around. It was Hala Hala, a deadly poison that was rising from the bottom of the ocean. This poison could destroy the entire universe. The gods and the demons prayed to Lord Vishnu to save them. Lord Vishnu said that only Lord Shiva could save the world from this dreadful poison. Lord Shiva appeared and at once drank up the entire poison. Devi Parvati, Lord Shiva's wife, held his throat to avoid the poison entering his body. All the poison was stuck in Lord Shiva's throat. And it turned blue. And that's how Lord Shiva got his name, Neelakantha. The one with a blue throat. And Vishakantha, the one with poison in his throat. When all the poison was removed, the sky cleared up. And the churning started again. 
After churning, churning, churning for a thousand years, many divine things started rising up from the bottom of the ocean. Kamadenu, the wish-fulfilling cow. Ujjayi Shrivas, the divine horse. Airavata, the five-headed elephant. Kalpavriksha, a wish-fulfilling tree. And many more auspicious beings and things appeared and they were all distributed between the two teams. Finally, Dhanvantri, the god of medicine, came out with Amrita, the nectar of life. Whoever drank this Amrita would become unbeatable. So clearly, both the teams wanted to have it for themselves. A couple of the Asura team members grabbed the pot of Amrita and ran. There was a fight and struggle again between the teams to get back the pot. Lord Vishnu took the form of a beautiful woman and tricked the Asuras to give the pot to her. The Asuras were so engrossed in admiring her beauty that they didn't realize all the Amrita was being distributed only to the gods. One Asura somehow got the trick. He quickly changed his form to look like one of the gods and stood amongst them. He also drank the Amruta, but was immediately caught by the sun and the moon god. And Lord Vishnu chopped his head. Since he already had finished drinking the Amruta, his body and head were only separated, but he did not die. His head was called Rahu and body Ketu. Since the sun and the moon caught Rahu, it is said that to avenge his severed head, Rahu causes the eclipse on sun and the moon, making them lose their luster. Finally, after all this confusion, it was only the Devas who got to drink all the Amrutha, and the Asuras didn't get any because of the chaos that they created. Well, that was one more reason for the fight again between them. Was this enormous exercise of churning any use at all? Did they learn any lesson from it? Do you think they learned anything? Or do we learn any lesson from it? Think about it. Do let me know. I shall come back again with another interesting story. Until then, goodbye.